we stop for ice cream. Welcome back, creeps. Hey, y'all. You know what I'd like to do, actually, is get, like, a Gregorian, like... That'd be cool. So this is for the select few um, who decided to use their hard-earned money on us. To maybe pull a microphone close to their face? Fuck you, Adam. And they get to see what we really are yeah, like. Every goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this could be your relaxed fit. Yeah, definitely. We know you guys don't judge us. Well, I don't think you guys judge us as much I, as the regular no, world. No, I think the way to look at it is the way to look at it is you like us enough for us to want to let our hair down. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when we're recording these episodes, we're more talking to friends. Yeah. Like I'm not too concerned about, oh, maybe this is somebody's first episode. Because yeah. I know for a fact that it's not. Yes. Um but yeah. We could be saucy. <laughs> you know? Saucy and sassy. Yeah. I'm not even wearing pants. Balls are on the chair. Yeah, and they're sticking apparently. <laughs> I don't remember the last time it sounded like Velcro like that. <laughs> Sorry for that vivid picture. <laughs> it's like just people unsubscribing from our Patreon as we talk. It's so loose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enough of that carry on down with that sort of thing. Today I'm going to take you all to lovely Liverpool. Liverpool? Ah, uh, yeah. That's um, what they all talk like in Liverpool. That's their, uh, your dad's favorite, your dad's yeah, favorite actually, football Yeah, my dad's team. favorite football team. Yeah. And that's where the Beatles are from. And that's where the Beatles are from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a real boy growing up, so I don't really know what football is. But or Beatles. No, but I do know that Derek Akora is from Liverpool and he talks like that. Who? Derek Akora. Who the fuck is that? Derek Akora. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said it again, but you, it's like, but you said it at me. You didn't say it to me. You said it at me with your face. <laughs> Derek Akora was the psychic medium from Most Haunted, oh, okay. the TV show. So that was... <laughs> we just got done talking about all the... Like the OG Ghost Hunter shows, but Most Haunted was definitely my first one that I watched. And Derek Akora was, Derek Akora, he was the first <laughs> uh, psychic medium TV personality that I ever kind of was introduced to. And yeah, I think, I don't know whether they were like proven to be fraud, fraudulent or not, mm-hmm. but there was definitely some funny outtakes on YouTube back in the day. where. Oh, really? Like, yeah. And it was like, because it was a, during a live event. They uh-huh. used to do like three or four hour live shows. And uh, wherever they were, Derek was, Derek was, he was in the zone, yeah? Derek. <laughs> and he was getting his things together. And I said, someone coming through, someone coming through here. F, F, Fanny, Fanny, Fanny loves, Fanny loves dick. Fanny loves dick. Yeah, yeah, Fanny loves dick. And he was like game face on all the presenters and stuff. And then they were supposed to cut the commercials uh-huh. and they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they all started pissing themselves. Yeah. Around. I think it actually was he been... being for real. Yeah, apparently. So the ghosts were trolling him. 
Well, I mean, I mean, they come out, let's, let's make them, let's make them say this. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have actually been Mary Loves Dick. I can't remember. Oh. Either way, it was funny as fuck. All the ghosts in the background, like, ha! Ah. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know any Mary. <laughs> Who's Fanny? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are but simple folk in the seventeen hundreds. <laughs> All right, we got sidetracked. So I'm going to talk to you about Newsham Park in Liverpool. Do you remember this? No. Regale me. So we've actually been watching a shitload of Nukes videos. Like, not just the ones that we record from pay- for Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we'll say in particular went way down the Nukes rabbit hole. <laughs> but one episode we were watching featured this. This was on the countdown. Newsham Park. So it is home to... The Royal Liverpool Seamen's Orphanage. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was built in 1876. It was given this name because it was specifically built to look after children whose either dads had been lost at sea or their par- their mothers had died somehow and their dads worked on boats or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how exclusive they were to this, but it was run on voluntary contributions. And a lot of these were made by like ship owners and merchants and, you know, well-to-do folks who relied on this industry. So I guess it was almost like a fucking an insurance for your kids back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, like they you knew that they were going to get looked after. I'm sure back then it gave these workers like a a whole lot of comfort. Like, you know, just knowing that, like, regardless of whatever happens to them, they're going to get looked after. And I'm pretty sure people still trusted institutions back then Mm -hmm. so it was built to house up to 400 children it had its very own chapel recreation hall and swimming baths it also had its own workshops and sanatorium okay they actually did appear to do like really great work and they were providing food and clothing for up to 500 more orphan kids that unfortunately like they just didn't have room for but these kids would show up every day and be fed and clothed One account from a woman who actually lived in the orphanage from age five to nine, which seems to be reused on all these sites, but I found it on the BBC. I think this was the original article. She said, I was five years old. The orphanage in in Newsham Park was Oliver Twist style. Soup every day, but they weren't fussy how they punished you. It was really cruel. Brothers and sisters were segregated. Can you believe it? You could only see your siblings for a few hours on a Saturday. Every Wednesday, we would be served slink. This was basically all the leftovers from the week. Everything went in that pot. More often than not, it was made up of mostly stringy carrots. The mistress, Sally Seymour, I think her name was, used to come and inspect our plates. She'd come around and say, You'll eat that. And if I hadn't eaten it by the time the meal was over, my plate would be represented at tea time with the carrots still on it. If I didn't eat it then, I got sent up to the matron's room where I was made to eat it. I had to think of a way out of this, so I hatched the plan. I had a handkerchief, a bit of linen, and I used to wrap the carrot up in there and put it in my knicker pocket. Then I would go out to the grill in the yard afterwards and drop the carrot into the drain. Anyway, 
one day I was doing this when I felt a tap, tap, tap on my shoulder. Uh-oh. It was Sally Seymour. She made me bend over, fish the carrots out of the drain and eat them there and then. <gasps> I was sick. To this day, I still can't bear carrots. Can't go near the things. God, that's awful. That is awful. But in 1939, all of the orphans were taken to a big estate in the countryside where it would be much safer for them. That was World War II was starting up. And the lady said that that was the best thing that ever happened to them. All those nasty bastards were replaced with new, loving, caring teachers and minders. And they were just, they were in a lovely place in the countryside. So basically during World War II, they had to move like kids out of the city to prevent bombings Mm -hmm. because they would get bombed at night and stuff like that. And it was less likely to happen in the countryside because they would literally aim for the lights of the city. Yeah, yeah. Um... And the guy that they got sent to sounded like, like, what was that fucking old guy from Annie? The uh, fucking rich dude that like. That adopted her? Yeah. I don't know. Mr. Ballheaded something or other. That's his name. Yeah. Anyway, he sounded like a mix between him and fucking Willy Wonka. <laughs> Every kid that went there just sounded like such a lovely place. Like it was really yeah. heartwarming reading the story. Nothing to do with this anyway, because we deal with blood and guts. World War II ended in 1945, and at that time, a whole new set of laws came in, uh, came into effect regarding childcare and education, which the orphanage struggled to keep up with. It was a lot to do with like ages being, like you couldn't have an 11 year old and a four year old in the same class, and blah blah blah. Is it weird to think that, um, like my thought, and all this is like, that's so sad. Like they probably didn't have hugs every day. Because there wasn't a lot of people taking care of them. Yeah, that's a fucking horrific thought. And we're not going to think about that. (laughs) We're just going to keep moving on. We could sit here and wallow in children's unfortune all day long. So sad. It is. It's awful. Anyway, all these new laws came in and the orphanage just couldn't keep up with it. Because it just wasn't equipped like for the amount of rooms, the amount of t-shirts, blah, blah, blah. Funding also started to dry up around this time. And by 1949, they transferred the remaining kids to the Royal Merchant Navy School, which was also a seaman's orphanage. It was purchased in 1951 by the Ministry of Magic and turned into a school for young witches and wizards. (laughs) No, it was (laughs) that was where my thought first went when I read this next bit. It was actually purchased by the Ministry of Health and turned into a hospital, which also served as a psychiatric hospital. Not as magical. No, not nearly as magical. But that was literally, as I was reading, (laughs) Ministry of Health. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid brain. (laughs) So as Newsham Park Hospital, it ran from 1951 until 1988. It was then reopened in 1992 to house to house patients from the Rainhill Lunatic Asylum until finally closing its doors again in 1997. Not that long ago. Apparently, it actually housed Ian Brady, who was a serial killer uh, during the 1960s. Hmm. He's one of England's most notorious serial killers. He's convicted of murdering, I think, five children. So God knows what else he did, Like, but that yeah. was what they got him on. Today, it's used... To scare people like us. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> As I was writing, that was pretty different. 
Today, Newsham Park Hospital is used to scare people like us. I heard you the first time, but I'm trying to (laughs) explain that to me. It's an attraction. It's a haunted attraction. Oh. (laughs) That obviously didn't land. (laughs) Not editing it out. (laughs) A website called ghostbook.co. It might be actually theghostbook.co.uk. Anyway, if you're interested, check out one of those two websites. But it had this list of deaths around the facility. Mm-hmm. Like in and around the facility. And um I think these are just they had picked the ones that like really stood out to them. Yeah. They claim to have gotten these directly from the hospital records, and some seem to be just word of mouth, but I'm gonna read them anyway because they were cool. Do it. Do it. Eighteen seventy eight. William Holland, forty six, a chimney sweep, was found under the ice in the lake. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? How how they find him? I guess Maybe the ice is see-through. Yeah. That's fucking awful. I know. 1880. A man in his 50s was found in the lake with his throat slit with a razor in his jacket pocket. Oof. 1891. A man was found dead in the lake. Jesus, they need to brick up this lake. <laughs> <laughs> 1897. The body of Florence Hansford, a domestic servant, was found was found floating in one of the lakes. Unknown date. A nurse was found dead on the staircase by the main corridor. It is reported that she often spoke of seeing spirits in the hospital. So, like I said, some of these just seem to be rumor. But anyway, someone is said to have hanged themselves in the bell tower. And apparently a young orphan had been locked in a punishment cupboard. He screamed until he fell silent. The nurses thought he had fallen asleep, but he was found dead the next morning. That's so sad. I can find no evidence to substantiate this claim. It may or may not have happened, but it's said to have happened there. So like I said, this place is used for ghost tours and spooky events organized by hauntedhappenings.co.uk who say they have 99,000 square feet of terrifying corridors and rooms to explore. And a petting zoo with ghosts. (laughs) 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 And, uh, you know, there's supposed to be a lot of ghostly inhabitants that still reside there. They take people through the old schoolhouse, hospital wards, nurses' accommodation, nine psychiatric wards, bell tower, chapel, and even... The morgue. Mm. 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 Love a morgue. Give us that morgue, yeah. <laughs> Naturally, this place is full of. Oh, I wrote okay, spooky goings on. <laughs> oh, okay. Naturally, this place is full of spooky goings on, from security staff catching glimpses of shadow people to workers' tools going missing, only to turn up later in different sections of the building. People have reported hearing dragging noises, screams, crying and growling right into their ears. Breathing on their necks, hair being pulled, furniture moving on its own, doors slamming. There have been full-bodied apparitions of both adults and children, shadow figures, weird mists and apparently a horse walking through the ground floor wards. What did I tell you? Petting zoo. Yeah, they got it all, baby. (laughs) Petting zoo. <laughs> the goats. Oh yeah, one of the pictures that 
like of this place and I have a little folder I completely forgot about this I also had a folder from the Hoyabachu stories but I couldn't figure out how to upload them onto Patreon so Wait, maybe what? remember the very first extra creep was that Romanian forest I think so anyway it had like UFOs weird trees shit like that but I couldn't upload them onto Patreon so what I might do is from now on I will upload these to the close friends story on Instagram so people can see them. So anyway, one of the pictures is said to be taken from what can I say? One of the ghost pictures is said to be taken from Google Street View and is meant to be a girl crying in the window. But honestly, it looks like a whole lot of nothing to me. Oh. I'll show those. I'll show you afterwards. I hate those where it's like, you see this person with red hair and a blue shirt and like huge blue eyes and yeah. open mouth looking like she's screaming and it just looks like someone just blew cigarette smoke in that area. Yeah, if like if nothing you're lucky. definitive. Um here I'll show you right now cuz I'll show you right now. And then it's like circles everywhere. Like trying to show the shit that's in the picture when there's nothing. Yeah, that's, you described this one. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Let me see. <laughs> See this window here? Yeah. Yeah, see? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see the window. <clears throat> yeah, literally, I do not see a fucking thing. I see the reflection that maybe people are talking about. But... Yeah. Maybe they want us to squint our eyes and lean back, like lean our heads <laughs> back. Uh, now I got to see. Oh, yeah, this one is like legit, but looks like too good to be true. Yeah. And uh, I mean, a lot of those nukes videos are like that. Too good to be true. Oh, yeah. This was the nukes one. Yeah. Oh, Remember I saw the that picture one. of the fucking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. I did these notes like the other day. I thought we were going to cover it at a different time. So I forgot to put this in. But yeah, the whole reason why I looked this up was because of one particular picture of people who were there on a ghost hunt. Yeah. Like there's a whole committee, I think, trying to uh what's the word, like rebuild this place and uh -huh. get it all set up. And as they were taking a the picture, there was this one creepy ass face yeah. right smack bang in the middle of all of them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I will upload that picture. And if I've forgotten, please message me and I'll fucking do it, I swear. John Gray, who worked at Newsham Park Hospital from nineteen seventy three to nineteen eighty six on the hospital switchboard and reception told the Liverpool Echo I remember going down into the basement one night to get a blanket to keep myself warm as I walked in I saw a man in a white coat with no head walk past and straight through the wall I flew out of the room it was terrifying another time I was at reception and there used to be a stone, stone staircase opposite I looked up and saw a woman in a Victorian dress she was there for a second and then disappeared. I found out that she was the old matron from when it used to be an orphanage. On the old sea ward, there was an old cast iron staircase that no one would go up because it led to a corridor that had lines of cupboards where the children were put if they were naughty. You would hear the cupboards banging every night. I worked there for 13 years and I will never go back. Solid. So there, there could be some truth to that poor little boy, yeah, or little child. If, and I, I also think, 
that that's the second maybe it was the Goldfield High School mm. where they had like punishment cupboards. Yeah, yeah. Where, right, I'm not I think wrong. So, yeah. yeah. And again, like all these things were like linking up. I was like, what the fuck? So yeah, maybe. So anyway, that was a short one, but a good one. I love hearing yeah. about places like this. Yeah. And like obviously they're all fucking miserable and horrible stories. But my sources for this one are formerchildrenshomes.org.uk that I think that's actually there to help people um, find specific dates and maybe find family members and stuff. Abandonedspaces.com and yeah, it was theghostbook.co.uk which was really helpful and if you're interested in seeing more about this place and a lot of other places that are listed on there, they have like videos and i think evp sessions and stuff like that because there's been there has been like a handful of ghost tv shows that have been here and um yeah i think that's it guys awesome yeah so i would like to start covering more stuff like that again i feel like the other ones that i get like really sucked into sometimes they end up being too long and i'm like ah kind of loses it a little bit yeah whereas these shorter ones specifically about places uh i really fucking love so anyway i think that that um was actually long enough to be a regular um episode yeah it was like well with all our bullshitting around and all yeah anyway so yeah there you go creeps you elite creeps you beautiful bastards you're not bastards i feel bad (laughs) (laughs) please love me (laughs) but yeah there you go that's it all right, well, there's you, your... You know where to find us all. You're already here. Yeah. Well, there's your extra creep. Yeah. I mean, in my head, you guys are, like, sitting in that lounge in the airport that I would never... Like, I could never afford to get into. Ah. Uh, like, in my head, that's where you guys are, and the rest of the people are just regular airport people sleeping uncomfortable on... Sleeping uncomfortably on single seats. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. That's, like... Maybe it's just because I keep calling them the elite creeps. Mm. That could be. Anyway, I think that's it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Teddy bears. Get your wet teddy bears. <laughs> okay. There's this commercial you need to watch. It's a Liberty Mutual commercial about wet teddy bears. Google it. YouTube it. You'll thank me later. I laugh at every time. Every single Every fucking time, time and it gets me. Anyway. Ah, the bears are so wet.